beautiful human. Welcome back to the Invitations podcast by Jacqueline Hurst, which is myself. I'm really loving coming on here and tuning in to be able to talk to you. I feel like it's sharing a little bit of myself, but also being able to share my journey so you can relate and potentially uh, take some takeaways away from my stories and my journey to help you for your health and, and your well-being. So today, just like any other day, anytime I ask for assistance from God and the universe of what to chat about, I never usually like what comes through. And what I mean by that, it's uh, usually what comes through, it's a topic that I think I'm not experienced enough to talk about, or I think I, I don't have uh, enough to say. So, but <laughs> usually it's because I have limiting beliefs and I'm doubting myself and my, my journey um, and my experiences. But yeah, that's what this podcast is about. Um, really accepting the invitation to go deeper and to dive into parts of us that are uncomfortable and parts of us that haven't really been seen or parts of us that maybe we think are unworthy of being shown. So today's topic, today's theme is meditation. <laughs> and, you know, meditation is definitely in practice that I've utilized since 20, 18. I made it a promise to myself to incorporate meditation into my everyday routine. And by everyday, I don't mean every single day sitting down and being still. Sometimes that meditation could be journaling. Sometimes that meditation could be a walk with my dog, Skylar. Um, but there's so many different forms of meditation. But essentially, the basis of meditation is to be able to still your mind and really get to the core true essence of you. And, you know, I think I've mentioned in some previous episodes that I decided to embark on a journey of true inner wisdom and to really dive deeper into myself to, to understand what makes me me, what makes me uh, who I am living on on this earth. So as we dive into different types of meditation, uh, maybe take some notes, uh, maybe, you know, jot some things down that resonate with you and see if this is something that you can take with you with your weekly routine, maybe your everyday routine. But, um, you know, some of this stuff may resonate others. It may not be the right time and that's okay. So just take what you want and leave the rest and you know down the road if you want to come back to this episode to bring in a new type of meditation into your life then it'll be here for you so number one meditation that I've been incorporating into my everyday routine is walking and I have a dog Skylar he's a labradoodle he's about 74 pounds and the boy needs exercise so Every single day, about two to three times a day, I walk him 
whether it's for 10 minutes or whether it's for 40 minutes, it really just depends on how much time I have and my energy level. And let's be real, the weather outside. But what I've noticed with this type of meditation is that it really forces you to be present, right? Being present in where you're walking, being present in uh, the surroundings around you. And uh, I even sometimes bring in where I tap into all of my senses. I'll make it a point to be like, okay, what do I smell? What do I see? What am I hearing? What am I tasting? AKA what, <laughs> what's the last thing I had to eat or drink? And just showing that gratitude from this, this type of presence in, in that meditation. And I wanna say like, probably 95% of the time of me doing this type of meditation on these walks, getting outside, it's allowed me to almost, uh, how do I say this, leave the monkey mind thoughts behind and just focus on the beauty of life. Because there's so many things for us to be stressed about, right? And it's so easy for us to focus on the things that are not going right for the things that we don't have uh, the things that don't serve us. But what this meditation has taught me, taught me to do is to focus on what is right, what is beautiful, what you are surrounded by, what you do have, and almost being constantly reminded that no matter if you feel alone, you are always being supported. And I don't want to say watched because that's kind of a creepy way to say it, but everything that you are surrounded by is, is God. And you are God. God is you. And the, the trees that you see, the flowers, the 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 houses that are being built literally everything that you're surrounded by is god and despite us feeling no sense of loneliness it's nice to take a step back and realize like oh no i'm actually not alone i'm always constantly surrounded and, and supported by god whether it's through angels or spirit guides or just the true essence of energy that's residing uh, around us so you don't have to be crazy like me and go on the two to three walks a day, but hey, maybe you'll just fall in love with it that you want to do it that many times, but start off small. Start off with just going around the block or maybe just walking for five minutes so you can get your body used to walking and doing something that feels good and then begin to pick up the amount of time or distance and uh, see, where, see where it takes you because I promise you will always experience some sort of positive effect from just going on a walk because you're moving your body, you're stilling your mind, you're becoming fully present and you're getting to experience the beauty of God, of nature, of the universe. And you just can't go wrong, <laughs> can't go wrong. Okay, so that was number one. Second type of meditation that I love to do is just sitting in stillness. And if you would have asked me prior to 2018, if that's something that I would enjoy doing, 
I would say absolutely not. Hell no, because I've always been the person to move around and work out and just distract myself from my thoughts and my emotions. But I've grown to love it simply because we're very smart individuals, right? And I almost find it a challenge of sitting in complete silence and breathing and deciphering between what is like my ego, what is this monkey mind thoughts that are coming through and what's my true self, what's my spirit, what's my true soul actually trying to tell me. And it's quite comical because the, the difference is that your true self, your spirit, your essence, it's a sense of calm. It's a sense of confidence, peace, understanding. You give yourself grace. And it's this, this true sense of comfortable inner knowing that everything's going to be okay. Whereas the other side of that, the ego self, the anxious driven self, always trying to accomplish and do the next best thing. And the main word there is do. <laughs> the ego always tries to do things and usually it comes from a place of judgment or fear or lack of something. And it's also a great opportunity for you to check in with like, are you letting your spirit, are you letting your ego drive your everyday life? And so many times when I sit and check in with myself, I begin to giggle because I realize like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I actually am allowing my fear and my ego drive my everyday life because, you know, whether it's focusing on having to make money like right away because society tells you, you need to make a lot of money to pay for these bills. And if you don't pay for your bills on time, then you're going to die and everyone's going to speak poorly of you and it's going to affect everything in your life. That's your ego. That's your monkey mind. Whereas on the other side of things, your spirit, your soul, um, just allowing yourself to be present with God is that sense of you're still remaining calm. And even though you may not have the amount of money in your bank account right at this moment, you know that you're fully supported and it will all work out and play out the way it's meant to. And when I tell you it has taken me so long to get to this point, oh my goodness. <laughs> Y'all, I used to break out in highs uh, almost every single day. There was one time I broke out in highs every single day for seven straight years in a row. <laughs> uh, it got so bad, I, it even turned into shingles. I don't know if it actually was shingles, but that's what the, di the, the doctor diagnosed it as. But my point being is that you don't get quote unquote good at it right away. It's a journey. It's a process, it's a practice, it takes time. Uh, I used to get so mad at myself um, for thinking these thoughts, but I'm like, okay, no, I'm human. <laughs> the whole point of living this human experience is to be able to separate the, the two and find the balance between the two and learn how to master the ego and allow your spirit to just drive, um, drive you in, in your everyday life. So yeah, that second time with seated, just in stillness, um, 
you can be in complete silence, but I actually like to put some like ambient meditation music on. And funny enough, while I'm recording this podcast, I'm listening to ambient chill. Uh, you can hear it because it's coming through my end, not yours, but ambient um, just means a, it's like this sound that's calming to your central nervous system. So if that's something that you want to play in the background while you're just being seated and meditating and just being still as you soften your gaze or shut down your eyes and just see what thoughts come through, that's, that'll, that'll help with your journey. Now, playing into like more of the seated meditation, sometimes the seated meditation of just being in stillness is a little bit overwhelming for someone that may be starting out their journey. So I used to do guided meditations like all the time. And there's this app called Allo Moves and Allo, you know, it's a, it's a yoga brand, it's an inspired company, but they have this on-demand platform where they have all different types of videos, whether it's yoga or fitness or meditation or um, just anything that deals with your mental and physical health is on this on demand. And honestly, it's been a lifesaver for me because no matter how I was feeling, whether I was feeling anxious or angry or lonely, I would find a guided meditation that had to deal with that sort of topic. And excuse me, need to take a sip of water, but this is a, a great way to be guided to get out of your own thoughts. Cause sometimes being in your own thoughts is a little bit overwhelming. I will admit. So it, it does take some, some practice, but having someone guide you and take you to this sense of overwhelm to calming to a sense of like understanding of peace and grace. It's, it's definitely a a more relaxing a practice. So again, you can start off with two minutes, you can start off with five minutes, maybe even work up to 30, 40 minutes. Uh, I will admit that I only started with like five minutes a day, probably started with five minutes a day. You know, I skipped some days because I'm, I'm not perfect. And then I worked my way up to like seven minutes and then eight and then nine, 10. And, um, yeah, so I think I got up to about 35 minutes of, of guided meditation. Um, but if you count or if you're not counting, um, there's something called like yoga nidra, which is pretty much a guided meditation through yogic sleep where you're, you're kind of sleeping, but you're awake at the same time. Um, I've done that for like 60 minutes, which was pretty epic. Um, but yeah, so try that out, check out Allo Moves, but if you don't want to pay for a sub subscription or anything, you can always just go on Spotify or YouTube and just type in guided meditations for anxiety, for calming, you know, anything that you feel like you need help with. And for the sake of today's episode, I'll just talk about one more type of meditation that has been a huge influence in my life, which is journaling. Again, another thing in my life that I would never say <laughs> was a huge part of my life because I avoided it like plague. Journaling was something that was really hard for me. And I think it's because it really forced me to sit down and 
um, face my thoughts, face my limiting beliefs, face myself, really. And my pretty much half of my life, I, I lost my sense of self and being where I was afraid to truly be myself. And I was afraid to acknowledge the parts of myself that made me me because when I was younger, they were, <laughs> how do I say this nicely? I was just shit on a lot and I was shamed. I was judged. And of course, when you're a young kid, when you're constantly being made fun of for certain parts of you, then eventually you're going to go back into yourself and you're going to start not expressing the, those parts of you. So that actually became a trauma response. And I did mention this in one of my previous episodes, but it became a sense of like avoiding me. So I would try to like help people with like their issues because I wouldn't have to worry about my issues. <laughs> but once my anxiety got so, so, so bad and I started working with a coach and a mentor and just like a spiritual guide in general, he was the one that recommended journaling. And, you know, initially, of course, I had a huge aversion to that, but then the anxiety was just so bad, especially while I was going to sleep. I would just have all of these thoughts and to-dos and things that were rushing around in my brain that it caused really bad insomnia. So I just made it a thing to brain dump out everything that was going on in my mind just to get it out of my brain and onto paper. And that really, really helped me provide a sense of lightness and almost freeness of the mind for me. And it, it led to, um, honestly, a boost of endorphins because I realized that there was just a lot of like to-dos that were in my head that I never wrote down. So I became overwhelmed with it. But then once I wrote it down, separated it out based on like one it needs to get done. And then I would check it off once I finished it, it created the sense of satisfaction. So that was a huge, huge perk that came out of that. And then also what I would write down was just like my emotions and how I was feeling. Like sometimes you know, when I was working you know, full-time for a, a company, you know, a nine to five office job, I would write down just how I felt working for someone else or just working for the specific company in general. And that really helped me discover that I didn't want to be working for this individual or I didn't want to be doing this type of job or I didn't want to be in this type of culture um, that wasn't conducive to my mental health. And um, yeah, and then it also just made me realize too that like sometimes I was being dramatic. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes it's, so easy to become overwhelmed with everything that we think we have to do or or the things that like we didn't do and it just it becomes this huge big thing in our head but then when we write it down we realize like oh it actually wasn't that big of a deal oh I actually don't have that much to do or on my plate um but yeah so with journaling again just like meditation in general there's so many different types of journaling it really just depends on um, your personality, your journey, where you're at in your life and what resonates with you, because there's so many different art to, or artistic people, very creative people that would rather color and write things out in a very beautiful artistic way, or even just draw different like shapes and 
um, pictures like in their journal. Um, but then there's also like other people that just want to like do quick bullet points that are just like now like I want to get this out quick and done in a bullet point form and just be done with it. And, and then there's also other people that like just want to write freely that will write in a, in a flow state way to be able to express their emotions and understand um, what they're going through. And then there's other people that actually like want to be guided. So my favorite part or my favorite um, way to do it is just kind of like acting like my own therapist or like my best friend or even having a conversation with God. And I'll ask myself the hard questions. Like I will seriously ask myself the questions of like, okay, why are you feeling angry today? And like just going back and forth, back and forth of like writing there, God, me, God, me, God, me, or like therapist, you know? And that has really allowed me to almost call myself out on my own bullshit <laughs> because whether you believe it or not, or whether you admit it or not, some of your best friends are the people that call you out on your bullshit. Some of your best coaches, some of your best therapists, some of your best teachers, they call you out on your shit. And sometimes you may not be comfortable having someone call you out on your shit. So when you just like take the place of the role of this type of individual, it allows you to maybe express yourself and, and be open a little bit more. <sighs> so I know I just dumped so many different types of things on you, but feel free to reach out anytime that you like about this type of meditation or types of journaling or just types of um, practices that are gonna help you still your mind and get to know yourself a little bit more. Um, again, I'm not perfect. This is just my journey. It's taken me years to get to the point of where I'm at today. And I still have so much further to go and so much to learn and so much to practice. So I hope you enjoyed today's practice or enjoyed today's episode. And just like every single episode, I'm going to leave you with some homework. Start doing one of those types of meditations this week, whether it's once, twice, or three times, just make it a goal for yourself to incorporate it into your weekly routine so you can start to notice if uh, things change for you mentally, physically, and maybe even in your relationships. Because I promise you, you will experience nothing but great things. And that's why we're here. That's why I have invited you here to this podcast so you can do things that challenge you mentally, physically, and spiritually. That's all I have for you today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please give it a like, share it with anyone that you think would benefit, and I'll catch y'all in the next episode. Thanks, y'all.